this is the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman, and I am a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com, social media, at uh, mainlyplants, for all of your Amazon shopping needs. Go to mainlyplants.com slash Amazon, or click through the, bo- the banner at the bottom of the homepage. Um, it helps me out, so I can continue to help you out and keep this podcast free. So thank you for all for clicking through there. Thank you to those who left have left reviews and ratings on iTunes and all of the other places you get the podcast. If you haven't yet done that, please go ahead and do that. Um, so, <clears throat> this podcast might be a little weird for me. Um, you might have noticed that I there was no new podcast. Oh, where's my dog going? You may have noticed that there was no new podcast last week. Um, and there's a reason for that. I, uh, last, last Friday, uh, two Fridays ago, uh, I had two, uh, two Saturdays ago, I'm sorry, so the 29th, I had to fly to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, because my grandfather was not doing very well. Uh, my grandfather uh, was 94 years old, he was always a picture of fantastic health, he was strong as a bull. Um, he split his time between Manhattan and Florida. He traveled the world. He was a Holocaust survivor and just the healthiest and just built like a brick shit house, you know? Um, always had a great positive attitude. And so he got sick. And he was admitted to the hospital uh, two weeks prior to me going out there <clears throat> with what they diagnosed as double pneumonia, meaning that. It looked like he had pneumonia in both of his lungs. <clears throat> Excuse me. So they put him on a course of antibiotics, and it wasn't doing anything. And he had to be on this this oxygen mask that uh, it's not the, the little tubes that go in your nose. It's not the little thing that goes over your nose and mouth like the football players wear. But it was like a full head, full face, um, like a hockey helmet that pushes the oxygen into your lungs. Um, so it's one step below being ventilated, basically. And basically was having trouble keeping oxygen in his lungs and keeping his oxygen saturation up. And he was having a really tough time breathing. So uh, time goes by and it, it, it comes to be found out that he never had pneumonia. The doctors misdiagnosed him. He was experiencing a side effect of his heart medication. He's on heart medication that he got put on about a year and a half ago. And a side effect is lung damage. It's a very caustic drug. So what happened is being on this drug for a year and a half uh, greatly damaged his lungs. And, you know, the the doctor who put him on the, the drug that did this lung damage never assigned a pulmonologist, uh, you know, a lung doctor, to follow up with my grandfather. Um, you know, he was 90, despite him being in great health and traveling the world and, and not acting or even looking or feeling like a 94-year-old, he was, a, he was 94. So the doctor never, never had anybody follow up with him um, for these side effects, which we'll talk about. So basically what happened is he was struggling to breathe. And the Friday before I went there, they decided to put him, put him on hospice because he was in too much pain. So <clears throat> I got to Florida 
Um, my brother flew in. My mom was already there. My mom was, mom was there for, uh, I believe, two weeks. And so my brother and I flew in. My dad flew in. And then my grandfather passed uh, that night at about 10.45 p.m. Florida time. So he hung on until we could all be there and, you know, be around him. Now, the reason I'm talking about this uh, is more than just to explain why there was an absence of podcast last week. Um, but I want to talk about doctors because I've said it, doctors and medication, right? I've said it a million times on the podcast and there's really, there's really no way I can express it to you greater than I am right now. There's no one in this world who is going to care about your health as much as you, meaning that. If you don't really give a shit about your health, no one else is really going to give a shit about it. Everybody else is going to give a shit about it even less. If you greatly are concerned with your health and you are following up on it and doing all things necessary, uh, then you don't need to worry about it. But you can't just trust doctors and you can't just trust these drugs that they're prescribing you because it essentially killed my grandfather. And, you know, half of me wants to blame the drug company. Half of me wants to blame the the doctor who put him on it for never following up with him about it. But does it really matter at this point? What's it going to do? Y'all have to be cognizant of this when it's happening, when you're on stuff. So even if you're on Uh, a statin for high cholesterol. You need to get your liver checked. You need to follow up with your doctor about this. You can't just keep taking the drug and and have it be out of sight, out of mind. You can't just be eating bullshit and think that you're okay. Because if you're eating like garbage, you're not okay. You know, I have clients all the time who eat like crap. They know they eat like crap, which is why they come see me. And then they get their their blood tests taken and they're surprised and they're saddened and, and, you know, um, not happy about what they see in their blood tests. And that's normal. But you have to follow up, right? That's what the blood tests are for. That's why we have internists. That's why we have all these different tests we can do to gauge how our health is. So... Let's let's talk a little bit in, in a broader spectrum. Okay, let's 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 bring it out a little bit. The World Health Organization, who claims that millions of deaths each year are from a lack of fruit and vegetable intake. Okay. The federal government spends roughly ten million dollars a year on nutrition education for the general public. However, Candy companies spend roughly twice that amount just to advertise a new candy bar. Okay, so you can see the discrepancy. You can see the difference. So you might be thinking, how come our doctors don't step in and educate us directly? Well, there's a reason for that too. And it's because your doctor most likely has never learned anything about nutrition. Not even 25% of med schools 
have even one course of nutrition. And more astounding than that, less than 6% of graduating doctors have had any formal education when it comes to nutrition. So these doctors uh, doing their, their uh, schooling spend literally thousands of hours in clinical training, learning how to take care of your body and care for your body through the practice of medicine and, and operations and stuff like that. But on average, they're going to get about three hours of nutritional training across the board, okay? Meaning that a lot of them are getting zero and some of them are getting more than that. That's just an average. There was a study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition that faced uh, doctors against patients in basically a head-to-head test of basic nutrition knowledge. And it was organized with simple true or false questions. And guess who won? The patients. People off the street knew more about nutrition than their doctors. Yet people still go to their doctors for nutritional advice. You know, I've, I have personally experienced this. I've had family members who've experienced this. I've had friends that have experienced this, going to the doctor and saying, well, my cholesterol is high, but can I just change the way that I eat instead of taking these pills? Well, it may depend on, you know, I wouldn't say instead of taking the pills, it might depend on how high your cholesterol is, but I've, had, I've heard of doctors basically saying that it doesn't matter what you do to your nutrition, you're going to need to be on statins. So basically telling the patient to not give a shit about what they eat, just take this drug. That could kill them, right? Now, in the course of my grandfather, when you're 94, 93, and you have something up with your heart, I'm not saying you shouldn't be on, on heart medication. I'm not even saying that nutrition could have played a factor into it. You know, my grandfather did eat a piece of meat at every meal. But perhaps it could have. But more so than that, it was negligence on the doctor to just prescribe this pill and never follow up. So I hope you can see how these are kind of interweaving with doctors not knowing anything about nutrition, with doctors just prescribing pills instead of nutrition, with these pills you know, greatly damaging your bodies. It's all one big web, right? And, you know, my mother went to to um, a doctor for her, her uh, what's it called? Heartburn, right? And doctor, she asked the doctor if changing her diet would help. And he said, no, just put her on, just up the, the dosage of her, uh, proton pump inhibitor, inhibitor pills. That's completely false. These doctors m- might literally be advising patients to eat things that could eventually kill them. Conversely, they might be saying that what you're eating doesn't matter, which might actually kill patients. Now let's shift in the other direction. Okay, and let's look at the drugs. So out of the roughly uh, just under 800,000 annual deaths from conventional medicine mistakes each year, approximately 106,000 of those are the result of prescription drug use. Okay, so 
According to the Journal of American, uh, of the, of the <laughs> according to the Journal of American Medical Association, two hundred and ninety people in the United States are killed by prescription drugs every day. It's the fourth largest reason for death in the United States is prescription drug death, whether it be overdose, um, whether it be side effects, and and even if the prescription drugs don't kill you quickly, they can kill you over time. They, they kill your body. They kill your systems. They kill your organs. They dull your mind, right? So let's say you, I mean, even, even a muscle relaxer, say you take that and, you know, drive a car, which you shouldn't be doing. But if you're going to blame drunk driving on alcohol, then you should also blame, you know, driving under the influence of of even if they're prescribed pills is a prescri- it's a problem with the pill. Does that make sense? You know, the, the you're you, like I've said before, you are just merely putting a a band-aid on the problem. If you have high cholesterol and you're taking Crestor, you're putting a band-aid on the problem. You know, when I the reason that I went plant-based is because, well, I had a high cholesterol, but I was also tired all the time. And I've had a lot of clients tell me that they are tired all the time. And I've had a lot of friends and family members tell me that they're tired all the time. And a lot of the times, the, the new thing is to diagnose people with uh, chronic, quote-unquote, chronic fatigue syndrome. And then prescribe people with, you know, Nuvigil or Adderall or, or other uh, stimulant type of drugs, which are toxic to the body and cause long-term uh, side effects and issues, and it's like what? Why? Well, we know why doctors don't tell people about nutrition, but there's got to be this a wake up to where people need to look at what they're eating, what they're fueling their body with, for solutions to their problems, for solutions to their their illnesses or disorders or diseases. And not run to the doctor and take their word for it and shove pills down their throat. Because Western medicine is a bunch of bullshit. For the most part, you know, you, you t- go to the doctor and you say you have some arm pain. And they say, take a couple, you know, Advil. Well, why the fuck do you have arm pain? Is, do you, you know, is, do you have a, is, do you have a uh, what's it called, tendonitis? Is there, what else is going on there? You know, there's so, doctors are so quick to prescribe you stuff. And people are so quick to take it. You know, it's not all the doctor's fault. I want to make that very clear. I'm not ragging on just doctors here, even though I am ragging on the majority of doctors. I'm sorry if you're a doctor who is mindful, but you have to understand most of them are not. But it's also your fault. It's your fault. You are responsible for your body. Nobody else's. Not your mother, not your father, not your friends, not a doctor. No one's going to give a shit if you don't want to take care of yourself. If you don't give a shit. If you're fat as fuck and you don't give a shit, why should anybody else give a shit? It's not their body, it's your body. And yeah, they may love you, but people love themselves first. And that's natural and that's normal. And 
if you don't want to take care of yourself, why should somebody else put the effort into it? So think of that. Think about that when you go and visit a doctor. If you want to fuel your body with fucking, uh, you know, steaks and hamburgers and cheese and chemicals, and then and then wash it down with some pills for the the issues that those that that food presents, then why should anybody give a shit? Because you clearly don't. We need to take responsibility. We need to follow up. We need to be mindful. And we need to understand that doctors are not the solution to all of our problems. Doctors are not, you know, magicians or gods. They simply take chemicals, introduce them to your body. I'm talking about, you know, normal doctors trying not to, you know, have a tizzy and, you know, write me about naturopaths and and, uh, herbalists and stuff like that. I'm talking about, you know, Western medicine doctors. They're, they're there to, you know, repair broken or torn stuff if needed and prescribe you chemicals if needed. They're not going to talk to you about what you're eating, you know, 99% of the time. So please, please, I mean, it's, it's I, I want to say it's a wake-up call for me, but it's not. It just fuels my fire more what happened to my grandfather. Because it can happen to anybody, whether you're 94 or whether you're 24. If you're fueling your body with, with stuff that's not great for you, or and, and or you are taking a pill or pills that are caustic to your body, that are you know pollutants to your body, you're killing yourself. And you know, whether it be, like I said, Statin drugs or heart medication or high fructose corn syrup that's in all your food. You got to be careful and you have to be mindful. And it's the time. It's time. Now is the time. Stop saying you're going to get to it next week. Stop saying you're going to get to it when you have a little more money. Because consultations with me are 15 minutes and they're free. So there's no reason for you to make the switch later. Make the switch now because it might save your life. I, 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 this is coming from a place of love and a place of hope and I'm pleading with you. It might sound like I'm angry. I'm not. I'm just, I, really, I really want to, to get it across to you people. You people. Uh, I wanted to get it across to everybody who, it's not, who aren't already practicing it. Go into your refrigerator. Go into your pantry tonight, tomorrow, this weekend. Make make a date this weekend to go in and clear out all the stuff is not that is not whole food plant based. Either cook it up for one final feast or give it away. Take it down to the homeless shelter <clears throat> and start now. Start your change now because you are not only going to feel better. Your, your mind will be clear. You'll have more energy. But it will save your life. Okay? This week's veggie of the week is kohlrabi, which is a root vegetable. I believe it might be a bulb, but it's underground. Um, so six reasons that it's good for you. It is great for digestive health. It's a cruciferous vegetable, which, 
means that it's very high in fiber, which is super key to our gut health. It helps push everything through our guts, right? Which is important to cleanse our stomachs and our guts and and um, keep that healthy flora in there. So high in fiber. Uh, it's also great for weight loss because it's high in fiber and very low in calories. And since fiber helps us make us helps make us feel full, we don't have to eat as much to be satisfied. So we can eat less of that kohlrabi, uh, feel full, and uh, and since it's low cal, you're not really packing on the pounds. Number three, nerve and muscle function. Kohlrabi is very high in potassium, which is a key player in helping us move and breathe and react and function uh, all of our systems, right? So it's the, the potassium in it is what aids our nerve and muscle function. Number four, it's great for blood pressure. And that comes down to the potassium again. Potassium is a vasodilator, which reduces strain on the cardiovascular system. Uh, and it's because it eases tension of the blood vessels and arteries. And what this does is it helps improve our circulation, uh, which also helps oxygenate more of our body through our blood. Uh, and it also lowers the risk of cardiovascular events like stroke and heart attack. It's also good for people with an iron deficiency. It's very high in iron, which helps prevent weakness, fatigue, headaches, stomach disorders, uh, stuff like that, uh, especially if you're anemic. And uh, the calcium content in kohlrabi helps your body absorb the iron. So those two together uh, really bump up the iron intake. And number six, cancer prevention. It has very, very high levels of a phytochemical uh, called glucosinolates, which are some of the most important antioxidant compounds for the prevention of cancer, including breast and prostate cancer. So um, you can do a lot of stuff with kohlrabi. I actually, uh, when I was in Florida, um, I had uh, I was at this restaurant called Seasons 52. I think they're a national chain, but they had kohlrabi steaks. Uh, and what happened, what they did was kind of, they sliced it like a burger patty because it's a thick, hearty bulb or root, seasoned it, and then they put it on the grill. And it was really good. So you can grill it. You can boil it, which I don't really recommend because it takes all the nutrients out. You can bake it. Um, but there's a, t- a million different ways to use it. Uh, it's spelled K-O-H-L-R-A-B-I if you're not familiar with it. You can find it at most grocery stores. I know Sprouts has it. I'm pretty sure Safeway has it. But I'd be surprised if you weren't able to find it at your local grocer. Any questions, comments, concerns, please email me. My, na- my, uh, my name, my email is ryan at mainlyplants.com or you can direct message me through social media or there is a contact Ryan form on the homepage of mainlyplants.com. And until next week, go eat a salad.